Ladies and special. Good to see everyone here, and uh, glad that you're here. Get started here in just a second. Normally, we have been going through the book of First Peter, and we'll continue that, taking a little bit of a detour tonight in our prayer service. We'll have that special portion of the service here in just a little while. Uh, so tonight, I did want to speak on the subject, praying for one another, and the prayer that we see in the book of Philippians. And we'll get to there. So go ahead and open your Bibles to the book of Philippians, the example of the Philippian church. You know, I'm uh, very excited again, and I got to thinking about uh, Brother Trey and Brother Martin headed to Belize, and the church has sent people to different countries before. And um, and I just didn't want this to be another ho-hum time. Like, okay, here we go. We're sending somebody else. Why do we have to send people to help out our missionary? Why is it a good thing to send somebody to the Philippines, to Belize, to... Wherever we may send them. We have been before one time in, I think, 2007. 
I got an urgent request. Brother Al Valderas, the president of the seminary in Reynosa, Mexico. One of the seminaries we support. We support six different seminaries, okay? And uh, of these six, uh, the seminary in Reynosa is one of them. We support seminaries in four different countries. Isn't that awesome? And uh, so, counting the U.S., uh, so we need to be lifting up all of these in prayer. In now we're sending, uh, of course, this trip, and because of God's grace and just working out, uh, it won't be, but just for a week. But uh, brother Paul, brother, excuse me, brother Martin and brother Trey will get to uh, be an encouragement to brother Joel. Um, one missionary said, you know, I was talking to a fellow in, in the, the country of the Philippines at the seminary there, and we have the big conference, and I said, now where are you serving? And he said, I'm serving up in this town, I think it may have been Bukidnon or wherever, and I said, well, who's your sending church? Do you? Yes, such and such missionary Baptist church, and he proudly named the church that was supporting him. I said, do any other churches support you? And he said, no, they're the only ones. He, I said, uh, I've, he said, I've seen, well, I've had three different pastors, and I've seen pictures of all of them. I said, but none of them have ever come. And I, so I talked to Brother Ravel, you know, because I've had different ones ask about, you know, it costs basically... Uh, one person, expenses and everything, about $2,500 to send somebody to the Philippines. And I said, you know, we could, we could do a whole lot with that money. We could buy you another truck, you know, sending two people's $5,000. And because, you know, I want us and our church to be good stewards of our resources. And he said, I would rather have you here with me for three weeks than for me to have a truck. I would rather walk and see you every other year than for me to have something to drive. And because uh, I told him our budget would probably only allow every other year to see him. He said, it shows me that y'all love me and that y'all care and I'm just not another name on a report. And uh, that was their view of it. There was the majority of them have never ever seen their pastor. Now I'm just going to show you in the book of Philippians how that that is not only our biblical example, but it's also how it's our scriptural example. And so let's begin reading in Philippians chapter 3, excuse me, chapter 4, said the wrong chapter, and verse 14. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 14. Notwithstanding, you have done well. Now, where is he sitting at while he's writing this? He's writing from prison. And he's writing to a church that has helped him out tremendously. That you did communicate with my affliction this past... Uh, let's just stop there and talk about this verse right here. And uh, let's just look at it. You've done well... And you did communicate, Philippian church, you did good. You helped me out when I needed it. 
And uh, two things recently happened with our missionary in, in the Philippines, speaking of him. And that is, uh, number one, here while back, well, he was spending, you know, his money. And we're trying to teach him how to be a good steward of his resources. And he was spending his money, all of it, on ministry. That sounds noble, and that's the way a lot of them are wired. But he didn't have any money for his family when they got sick. So I started telling him, out of his $320 a month, I said, set aside $5 for emergencies. Well, every now and then, he would set aside 8 or $9. And this, is, this sounds like he's living that we're abusing him by paying him so little, but that's the wage of, a, say, a school teacher in the Philippines. Our money works out to be ever how many pesos their money. Well, guess what? His wife got sick, and he had $80 in savings to help pay for that bill and went to the emergency room. But his wife's eyeglasses broke, so Wednesday night at church, and I should have brought it up last Sunday, and because I guess the distraction of meeting over there, I neglected to write it down or, or whatever. I'll use any excuse I can. But nevertheless, I, I should have brought it up Sunday night. Brought it up Wednesday, and we sent the $100 on to him to help with his wife's eyeglasses. So whether it's an emergency room visit the other day, and uh, I know, uh, matter of fact, I, I need, need your help. There's a few floating around, and I had Miss Geraldine make a few more copies of Brother Joel's uh, uh, mission report. And I don't know what the balance is. If somebody could look back that up, he's got a, Brother Joel has a mission report. What was the balance in the bank on Brother Joel's report? We made some more copies. Balance in the bank. Anybody got it? Yes, ma'am. What did you say it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. The one you mail out, it doesn't have an ending balance? Oh, that's the churches. I'm after Joel. And, uh... No, no, no balances. But it was about... It's just all the totals. It was about 20-something thousand dollars. Anyway, he called the other day. He said, uh... Do you think it'd be okay? And this is on last month's report, I think. Which it may be on this one's. Uh, do you think it'd be okay if if I got a, a clothes dryer? I said, I said, how much is it going to be? He said, well, their gas units are about seven hundred dollars, which is a little high because they only they don't have clothes dryers over there, and they don't they only have like two to pick from. <laughs> we go to Sears or Lowe's, and we have five hundred to pick from. I said, Brother Joel, whatever our balance was in the mission fund, like $20,000 or whatever, last month it, it was before they mailed out the check, so it was, said 40 or 39 but it was really about 32 But nevertheless, uh, I said, buy a clothes dryer. I think it's okay. And he was worried about it. He said, that's, that's, they're high. I said, yeah, I know, $700 is high for a clothes dryer. He said, but the team's coming in. We're going to have to dry their towels and the washcloths. And so when it says you've done well that you did communicate with my affliction, so far the worst thing that Joel, Joel's had happened to him, thank the Lord, is he's, he's on a college campus. He debated a homosexual in his vehicles that broke down, and he's been without air conditioning for a while. 
which that could be a major thing in Belize when you're without air conditioning for a while. And the Brother Sam's been there, so you know it's not exactly cool climate. And uh, But communicating with their needs is a big deal. The next verse. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, in other words, when they first started as a church, that no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving only, but you only. The church here sent Paul help. And not only did they send Paul money help, but they also sent him Epaphroditus. We know about the story, but it says, but even, verse 16, for even in Thessalonica you sent once and again unto my necessity. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all and abound and am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor, a sweet smell, a sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. Let's stop and camp out there in verse 18. According to this verse right here, according to this verse right here, this, what this church was doing, I mean, just read this verse and reread it. According to this, this church was doing something that was pleasing to God. Now that's, what, what were they? They were interested in helping Paul, and guess who sent out Paul? God did. God called him. I mean, Jesus met him on the road to Damascus. Matter of fact, one of the very few experiences that we see where somebody gets saved and called to preach almost at the exact same time. Because after he got saved, and the Lord does not record in Acts chapter 9, doesn't record his prayer. He just, all we know is after he says, okay, in his heart, some way or another, he said, Lord, I believe you. I believe you, you are the risen Savior, the Son of God. And remember, if you remember the wording in Acts chapter 9, this is what Paul said to God, or Jesus actually. He said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And you see, so Paul gets saved, and then he follows him. He gets trained later. He's a missionary. He's been called out by God. Folks, that's who calls preachers to preach is the Lord, and the Lord lays it up on their hearts. So this is a God-sent man. We believe all the missionaries that we support. We're about to have business meeting in a little while, and I'm well aware of that. And all the, We're going to read all these expenses we have, but the, one of the major part of our expenses is missionaries. And supporting missionaries is great in helping them any way that we can. Sure, we can't go to everywhere. We can't do everything. But all of you can send an email or a phone call or something. But guess what? You know, and of course, we don't need to forget about our most important mission field, and that's here in Hamburg. Here in Hamburg, of course, is our... If Folks, if we don't have people here at our church, we can't send money. We can't help people if we don't have people here. So we have to witness and tell others about, invite others to church and tell them about Jesus. And somebody may come to church and they've been, maybe been out of service for a while or something. And you may be the only encouragement they get this week. So I'm going to challenge you this week, just like the Philippian church was doing 
to Paul, they sent him some encouragement. Who are you going to encourage this week? I guarantee you that's a scriptural thing to do. The Bible is full of examples of people that encouraged each other. The, I love the phrase over there. We did it on Wednesday night where it says, and it says this. Did you know you could do this? David encouraged himself in the Lord. Did you know you could literally encourage yourself? The Bible says David did it. So we can too. So, alright. Well, Brother Michael, I, I, I just don't know about, you know, helping missionaries is one thing, but ascending people to actually visit them? Is that something we need to be doing? Absolutely. And we can't do it all the time, every time, but folks, and if we even have, uh, say we can't send somebody out of the country, what about encouraging a missionary here in the U.S.? Well, verse 19. If you want to do it, Look at verse 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I get tickled and I know we, you know, we always want to do the right thing and be good stewards of our money. And uh, if our, me and Miss Phyllis was talking about the balance in our church's general fund and this and that a while ago. And you know, I, I've been with churches before where we paid out every penny we had. I was pastoring, I know. Paid out every penny we had with church treasurer. Said, well, I don't have any money. And uh, can't pay you this week, Brother Michael. You know what I said? The Lord of supply. People, a lot of times we get upset and the church balance gets low, but it's me and Trey the only ones really have to worry about it. Of course, we've got our other part-time employees, but hey. You can go drive a bus and I'll go grab a paintbrush. We'll go to work. He and I are really the only ones that have that are dependent on the church's income. Folks, listen. There's no need to worry. If we get our eyes on Jesus and do what we need to do, you can worry all you want, but I guarantee you it's wasted worry. Any of you ever worried when you shouldn't have? Mm-hmm. Somebody, Miss Martha raised both hands. <laughs> yeah, we folks, we all have. I'm not saying that we act ignorant or do stuff that God doesn't want us to do. Folks, if God's leading us to do something, we're not going to go wrong. And He's never, hey, has He led us wrong yet? Huh? Huh? Has the Lord led us wrong yet? Y'all can respond. It's this way. Is the correct answer. The Lord is... He's not going to lead us wrong, is He? He's not. 
Sir? And the, what, lead the word stop? Stop what? Overboard too far? Let's us know when to stop. He does. Let's us know when to stop. It does. So we can actually say he can lead us what to do. When to give, how to give. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Trey and Brother Martin to come on down here up front right now. I guarantee you I do know one thing that's God's will. And that's that we pray for these gentlemen right here. That we pray for these gentlemen right here. And uh, just stand right here facing them. Right beside each other. Y'all can... There you go. Touch shoulders. They're, they're, we're sending them on a trip. A church-sponsored trip. Okay. Now this is the part that's going to be interesting. Y'all know me. I like involvement. And so I want everybody in here, even if you got a baby... I'm going I'm to start right here, and you can come get behind them. You can get beside them. If you can't touch them, just touch me and put your hand on my shoulder, and I want everybody touching everybody. We're all going to connect to them. So everybody, come on. And uh, Miss Francis, if you'd like to come, I've got a seat right here in front of me for you. Everybody grab a hand, put your hand on the shoulder. There you go. Stand right here. We can make a circle. You can just grab a hand. Just want everybody touching. Come on, Miss Francis. I got a seat for you right here. You gonna stay right there? You got her, brother Dennis. Okay. It don't matter where you get. It don't matter where you get. You gonna get both. Literally. Uh, if you believe in the power of prayer, say amen. amen. I believe in it. It's, this is not a show. This is real, folks. We had y'all been in cottage prayer meetings before. We just had some good ones for revival, and God has blessed us because we prayed. I believe that. Y'all believe that? God has blessed us because we prayed. We want God's blessings on what we do. I thank y'all for allowing this. A little bit, I don't know, awkward or just something we don't normally do and uh, to do this. So I appreciate you. All right, now here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Jimmy, you got that in? And then I'm going to have Andrew finish this out. So Brother Jimmy, you pray, and then Brother Andrew, if you'd close this out.
Father God, we thank you for the privilege of being missionaries. God, we thank you for uh, for the blessing to be ambassadors for you, Lord, to carry your name to the rest of the world. And Lord, we want to pray specifically right now for Brother Martin and for Brother Trey, Lord, uh, as they go out from our congregation. And Lord, we pray that you would uh, you would purify their hearts, Father, as, as they go forth carrying your banner. And Lord, we pray that, that for us as a church, that you would help us to continually lift them up in prayer. And Father God, that you would be a blessing on us and on our fellowship as we send them forth with your blessing. Lord, we thank you so much uh, for the message that we have. Because, Father God, without without you sending your son, there, there would be absolutely no reason to, to send out missionaries or be having a service in the first place. But, Lord, we thank you that you sent your son, Jesus Christ, to die on the first place. And, God, we thank you that that is good news and that that is a message worth sharing. Father God, your word says how beautiful it is to you those who bring good news. And, Lord, we pray that as Brother Trey and Brother Martin go forward, Father God, that you would make their feet beautiful. Because, God, uh, we acknowledge and we know that it's not something that they can do on their own unless you do with them. Lord, we pray that you would put your head of protection around them. And, Father God, that the words that they speak, that the actions that they do would be your words and your actions. And, Father God, that your Holy Spirit would flow through them as they accomplish your work. Lord, we love you. We praise you for what you've done and for everything that you're going to do through their journey. And, Father God, we're looking forward to hearing from Amen. Amen. Y'all can be seated if you're staying for the business meeting. All right.